Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa afdalu salatu wa tamu taslim ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila yawmiddin. Dear brothers and sisters, I'll continue talking about the history of Al-Kaaba. And in this part, inshallah, I will talk about the parts of Al-Kaaba. One of the most important parts of Al-Kaaba is Al-Hajar Al-Aswad, the Black Stone. And the Black Stone goes back to Ibrahim and Ismail alayhim salatu wassalam. So when Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam was building Al-Kaaba and he reached that point where the Black Stone now there, he said to Ismail والسلام, Oh my son, go and bring me a stone to put it here. So Ismail was a little bit tired and he said, My father, I am, I am really tired uh, now. So then uh, Ibrahim, he said to him, Okay. And while he was talking, or after he was talking to him, Jibreel السلام, came with Al-Hajar Al-Aswad from India, as one narration said, and he was so beautiful and white, like a cloud. And uh, one of the narrations saying that Adam brought it uh, with him when he came from uh, the heaven, then it was black, because of the sins of the people. Anyway, Jibreel brought that stone and Ibrahim والسلام, put it on that place, in that, in that corner. So Ismail, after a while, came back with another stone. So he found that uh, his father managed to put a stone in that corner. And he said to him, who brought you that? And he said to him, the one who's more active than you. And uh, then they continue uh, building the Kaaba and they were saying, Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta samiul alim or Lord, accept from us our, our work. You are the all hearing, the all uh, knowing. And uh, the black stone is in the right corner from the east of the Kaaba and its height from the area of the Tawaf about one and a half meter. And what's exactly exactly inside the black stone now is uh, something we cannot describe because what's left from Hajar al-Aswad only about eight parts uh, from it put put together and the other part of Hajar al-Aswad is uh, or became part of uh, the building of Al-Kaaba uh, in itself. 
and no one can see the black stone in itself the, the whole black stone because as i said it is part of al kaaba and uh, the historian saying that only it was seen when uh, sultan murad built it in the year 1040 and uh, ibn allan the one who saw it at that time he said uh, the measurements of that it was about half dhira and the width is about one third and uh, it, it is it is black from all all the sides uh, we know that al hajar al-aswad now is is covered with this uh, silver silver thing which is going going around it and from time to time they put a misk uh, there and it is sunnah to kiss it or touch it or just any way wave to it and this is one of the problems that you'll find many of the hujjaj uh, they are making a lot of efforts to kiss Al-Hajar Al-Aswad and they are causing a lot of problems and some of them really while they are trying to do that uh, they've been hit and uh, suffering and there is no need for all of these things so just to wave to it is enough you don't have to kiss it so if you kiss it or not kiss it this will not affect your hajj in any way there is no extra reward for kissing so you if you kiss it or you touch it or you wave to it all this nearly uh, the same and we know the hadith Umar Khattab when he kissed it and he said I know that you are a stone you are not benefiting you cannot harm and if I didn't see the Prophet Sallallahu kissed you I will not kiss you and we know the Prophet Sallallahu kissed it because he knew the source uh, of it and you know at that time it was very simple and I've seen myself you know, when I done Umrah 1972 kissing Al-Hajjal Aswad at that time I remember it was in Ramadan and kissing Al-Hajjal Aswad at that time was so easy and simple so I prayed Fajr and in every tawaf I was able to kiss it and because the number of the people was very few now any time of the year you go you'll find there is many people especially in Hajj it is it is very difficult so my advice really to the brothers who are performing Hajj don't make a lot of efforts for kissing because this only make uh, a lot of problems and you might harm the people more than the ajr the reward that you'll gain from uh, kissing uh, during during the history uh, as i said there was a lot of work on al-hajar al-aswad and uh, they put this uh, silver thing there and there is misc and different uh, fragments there 
and now it is there and you need to start the tawaf from that area from al hajar al aswad the second important uh, part of al kaaba is al rukn al yamani which is the opposite of al hajar al aswad that corner called the rukn al yamani and you uh, you reach it before you reach al hajar al aswad when you are in your tawaf so after you start from al hajar al aswad and you go around the kaaba then you reach al rukn al yamani and you end with al hajar al aswad uh, again and uh, between al rukn al yamani and al hajar al aswad you make the dua that the nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam told us rabbana atina fid dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adhab an nar and Nabiya Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he uh, touched it al-Rukn al-Yamani and he, he done that in all the times that he made made tawaf sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and one of the virtues of al-Rukn al-Yamani that they are on the foundations of Ibrahim one of the other part of Al-Kaaba Hajar Ismail and uh, which is near the wall from the north side and it is half circle and Ibrahim السلام, when he did it he made it uh, there uh, at that time and Quraysh when they built uh, Al-Kaaba they were unable to include that in, in Al-Kaaba and as I said in the previous part Abdullah bin Zubair tried to uh, make it as part of Al-Kaaba then Al-Hajjaj put it back as it was uh, there's nothing to do with Ismail this place only the name of it became Hajar Ismail, but the proper name is Al-Hatim. Uh, and why, why they call it Al-Hatim? Uh, because it is it is a place that uh, you broke the sins in that area because you are making a lot of dua in that in that area another part of Al-Kaaba called Shadrawan Al-Kaaba Shadrawan Al-Kaaba what's the Shadrawan? you know when you go to the Kaaba and you can see uh, at the bottom of, of the Kaaba there is an area which is there's stones you, you can see it under the curtains uh, which is next to where you make make the tawaf and it from three sides the east and the west and the south uh, and this is goes to the foundation of uh, Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam and the stones there which is 68 stones 
the historians they are saying these are the stones that Ibrahim والسلام, built so it is the foundation of Ibrahim والسلام, and they are saying in every uh, every side how many stones uh, there the idea is this Shadrawan is a part of the foundation of Ibrahim Another part of the Kaaba is Al-Multazam. And the Multazam, it is the area, very small area between the door and the Hajar Al-Aswad, the black stone. And why it's called the Multazam? Because the people, they stick to it and making making dua and uh amr al-as radiyallahu an said qad altazam bayna al-bab wal-hajar hadha wallahi al-makan alladhi ra'ayt rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam iltazamahu he said i will go between the door and the, the black stone because this is by allah the place that i saw the prophet sallallahu went there and he put his uh, your body Next, next to it and he was praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said Al-Multazam mawdu'un yustajabu fihi dua ma da'allahu fihi abdun da'wa illa istajabaha or kama qal Nabi sallallahu wasalam he said that area which is a multazam is a place that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept the dua as long as you are praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept your dua. Another part of Al-Kaaba is Al-Mizab, which is the gutter. Uh, so the first people who uh, done that was Quraysh, uh, when they built it, as I explained uh, earlier. And the length of it is about four dhira, and now uh, it is it has been changed many many times the first one who put gold in it was al walid bin uh, abdul malik then uh, after that the kings after abdul malik bin marwan used to change it on, on yearly basis every year they will send uh, mizab which uh, the gutter uh, as a gift to the the kaaba then uh, Sultan Abdul Majid Khan, he made special one uh, in Istanbul in the year 1276 Hijri and all of it from, from gold and the one uh, which is there is the last, the last uh, one uh, made for this purpose. Another part of Al-Kaaba is the door. Of Al Kaaba, and the door of Al Kaaba uh, went through many many stages. So, as I said, uh, when Ibrahim built it, Ibrahim والسلام, built it. There is no door; it was open. Then Quraysh uh, done it, and then Abdullah ibn Zubair he made it uh, more. Then uh, and the king, 
when they have the Saudi kingdom, uh, the, the first time in the time of Malik Abdul Aziz, 1944, they done a door from uh, aluminum at that time, and it was three, three meters, and uh, they put the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then King Khalid, uh, 1977, he made a new, a new one, and uh, that, that one uh, improved, alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And they, they done it two, two doors. And they used about 280 kilograms of, of gold. And they finished that uh, 1390, about 40 years ago. Uh, from from now and really uh, you can see that this door very very beautiful door and the decoration uh, they've done it is very very beautiful uh, and it's very strong uh, they made it in a way that it doesn't need maintenance for for many years they put many uh, ayahs of the holy quran and this, and I mentioned some of these ayahs in the previous uh, part. Uh, now, it is the door is more than three meters, and the width is about uh, two two meters. This is the the gate of of Al Kaaba, which we have we have now. One of the things which is next to the Kaaba and it's important is uh, the Well of Zamzam. And I'm sure many of the listeners, they know the history of the Well of Zamzam, which uh, came, came out under the feet of Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam, when Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam put Hajar and Ismail in Mecca at that time, and there is no no people there, and uh, then Hajar uh, went to find water or food. She went between Safa and Marwa seven times. Then when she came back, she found that uh, the water came under the feet of Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam. Then after that, there are many uh, changes happened to uh, Zamzam, and then there was war between different types of the Arabs. And what they did, they covered the, the will of Zamzam. And this continued until the time of Abdul Muttalib. And Abdul Muttalib, uh, one night, he heard a voice saying to him, Ehfer Zamzam, so dig Zamzam. And he doesn't know what to do. Then the second night, the third night, and then he asked, where is Zamzam? And then the voice said to him, 
you follow the way of the ants then when the way of the ants finished then it is Zamzam so he went there and he took with him his son Al-Harith and they started digging so and the people at that time really they forgot Zamzam because it was covered for for many years and they came and saw them digging. What are you doing here? They said, I'm trying to dig Zamzam. So while he digging, then they found gold there. Then the people, they start to say, go, oh, this belongs to all of us because this is, uh, you know, here in this place and this doesn't belong to you. So there was a fight over this uh, who is claiming this and Abdul Muttalib said to them look let us uh, ask or go to someone to help us to find a solution to this so they went to a lady called Kahina or Arafa at that time And in the way, there is no water in their way to, because she was in Syria, that lady. And they reached the point that they are nearly going to die. So they said, what shall we do? Let us slaughter now the camels. They said, look, if we slaughter the camels and take the water from them, then after that, what will happen? We'll, we'll die. So keep keep the camels and let us maybe pray. Maybe there's a solution. So they, they parked there. And when they uh, tried to move, they moved the camel of Abdul Muttalib. And they found under the camel of Abdul Muttalib, there was water came from the ground and when they saw that they said Abdul Muttalib you are right take the gold do what you like with it you are uh, you are right and they went back they drank obviously and then they went back to to Mecca so uh, this gold was two swords and uh, a gazelle shape so they melted them and they put them in the door of Al-Kaaba at that, at that time. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned about the water of Al-Kaaba, Zamzam Lima Shuribala. So when you drink Zamzam, you make intention uh, for Shifa, insha'Allah Ta'ala, and bi'idhnillah Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala will cure you. And there's many researches on the water of Zamzam proves that it is a special special water and uh, there's many stories true stories that the people they use them them for certain diseases and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, blessed them and one brother I trusted uh, he drank Zamzam after an operation and they were not expecting it will heal the wounds and by Allah's help 
and by the blessings of Zamzam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cure that that person so and as I said there is many many experience of people that they drank from Zamzam and it is absolutely uh, Shifa and Alhamdulillah in these days when you go to uh, visit Mecca for Umrah or for Hajj you'll find Zamzam everywhere available uh, so uh, my advice to those who are going there drink there and all the time make make the niyyah that it is for for the shifa it is yani, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put in it barakah which doesn't exist in any other type of water on earth by this brothers uh, and sisters I finished the story of Al Kaaba and inshallah from tomorrow I'll start the story of Al Hajj inshallah ta'ala and the virtues of Al Hajj and many advices about this this part inshallah ta'ala so please keep tuning in to Inspire FM 105.1 and inshallah ta'ala I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept all our deeds in these 10 days of the hijjah and I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive all of us all our sins and make all of us among the people who are accepted Allahumma ameen Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa jazakum Allah khairan for listening.